The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. $989 million contract to build new railway cars. The Passenger Rail Service is renewing its fleet of locomotives and cars for the rail corridor between Quebec City and Windsor. VIA confirms the contract will see trains built in California with deliveries to begin in 2021 for entry into service in 2022. President Yves Desjardins Siciliano explains why Siemens got the deal. Based on the selection criteria that I mentioned earlier. The ability to deliver on time, the quality of the rolling stock, and the price to ensure value for Canadian taxpayers. I am pleased to announce that Siemens Canada ranked first on each of these selection criteria by a significant margin. Ottawa said the decision to bypass Bombardier is justified because Canada's free trade agreements with the European Union and the U.S. don't allow Via Rail to favour Bombardier in the awarding of contracts. Checking the market numbers from National Bank Financial, the TSX is up 124 at 14,790. The Dow is up 220, no, 211 to 24,581. NASDAQ up 88 at seven. Our dollar up 21 basis points to 74.88 cents U.S. Oil down 52 cents a barrel at 51.13. Natural gas down 57 cents a gigajoule to 383. Gold is up 380 an ounce to $1,251. Chad guaranteed weather mainly sunny today. Our guaranteed high plus one with wind gusting to 40. Clear tonight, the low minus five. Tomorrow mainly sunny and windy again, the high plus three. Mostly sunny could hit seven on on Friday, mostly sunny and six Saturday for the first delivery day for 6.30. Chad Santa's Anonymous and Sunday, mostly sunny. A little cooler, though, the high zero and then sunny and back up to six on Monday. In Edmonton, it's four degrees. I'm Eileen Bell. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News starts right now. Engaging conversation with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It's a two o five. It's a Tuesday. Is it only Tuesday? No, it's Wednesday. No, it's it's, it's definitely hump Wednesday. A hump day. It's hump day. Oh man, we were so close to getting oh. getting that right for the first time in weeks. Oof. Our timing's a little bit off, Jay Lynn, but as we come towards Christmas, I'm sure it'll settle back in. I think everybody is maybe, except for those who've got everything done. Um, are finding themselves maybe a little scrambly right now, trying to get things done maybe before work, on your lunch break, after work, that sort of thing, you know, except for you, who's just waiting for, you know, Maddie to fill out the list that you gave her. So there you go. No, I, you know what? And I know we've got a story today about how much to spend, and maybe that's not a bad place to kick off. Uh, but I, my shopping is limited to buying for Carol. And typically I wait, as you say, for Maddie to give me a list. But she's not done it this year. Uh, I do have an idea of, of, of what I should get. But I, for whatever reason, if you're not busy, and I would not consider myself to be a busy person, <laughs> um, you can never find time. It, busy people find a way to, do, to get stuff done. And, and people who are not busy, like myself, don't. So I pass Southgate every night on the way home. I know. And I know exactly what I'd like to get Carol for Christmas, and I'm positive mm. they have it at Southgate, but for whatever reason, just can't so find the So here's the, time. the thing. So yes. this is what I had to do is, for example, um, yesterday before work, I had to stop and 
get something. Mm -hmm. uh, today, before work, I went to United Cycle for the very first time oh. in, in my 18 years of store. living in this city. Seriously? Oh, my gosh. Where do you get your jerseys? I don't have any jerseys. Yikes. Um, but, oh, by the way, they have a really good sale on right now. Jerseys? Friends and family, yeah. It's, oh, you go right. in there and sign up. It's like 20 25% off. Anyway, went in there and managed to knock a whole boatload of stuff off my list. Oh, good for you. And then after work tonight, uh, I'm going to swing by Southgate. But that's what it is right now, is trying to find the time beforehand. So, you know, carving out a little extra time in the morning uh, before work and then after work for right now. So, That's what it is. Well, good for you. I, I typically put that on a Saturday, you know and I what? like Hunter and, to come with me. And let me just say, it's not good for me, because I oh. have um, <laughs> 10 people that I have to shop for back in Ontario that I have to get it sent out this weekend in the hopes of the possibility that it might get there in time. Well, we did a story, I think, when we were down at Santa's Depot. When was that, Monday? Yeah. It seems like weeks ago. Uh, I think it was on Monday. We, we talked about... Uh, you know, who who you buy for and how you buy for them and how much should you spend on them. And then a story came out this morning, uh, a couple of different people who know these things. Uh, Melissa Long was one, the author of a personal uh, finance guide, Happy Go Money, and uh, Desiree Ojik, a personal finance expert and founder of the money blog Half Baked. And it got me to thinking when the, she talked, when both of them talked about how much to spend on these types of individuals, I, to be honest with you, it's a bit of an eye-opener because I thought, oh, do people buy gifts for these people? Bosses? Teachers? Yes, yes. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Do you buy a... Is that too personal a question? Do you buy Sid a gift? Yep. You do? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that reminds me. i got to send my agent to Starbucks. <laughs> I do do that every year, and I forget about I just, it. You know, it's usually like a bottle of scotch or something like that. I did wine, not know like that. that. Mm -hmm. Now, in this day and age, is that even acceptable? Yeah. Are you allowed to? Does he yeah. get you anything? No. Okay. Really? No. I did not know that. No. Do you mind that I brought it up? Not at all. Okay. Big bottle? Good scotch? Yes. Huh. Well, why would you? Why would I buy a crap bottle and give it to my boss? <laughs> like, are you stupid? <laughs> Here's how my year went, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being awesome. <laughs> it's a knockoff little <laughs> bottle from I got on an airline. <laughs> No, I, I, um, and I know my husband is a teacher, mm -hmm. and uh, while uh, on occasion he'll get a gift, but oftentimes he gets homemade stuff, um, mm -hmm. like homemade uh, jams and jellies or homemade cookies, that sort of stuff. This time of year, so that which was... is great because I don't cook, I don't, I don't do yeah. any of the bacon stuff. So that was one of the suggestions that one of these uh, experts on finance uh, suggested, and at the basis of both their conversations was the fact that you start with a budget and work your your way backwards. So how much do I want to spend? And in some cases, if you can't make the budget fit your finances, you have to have the conversation. So you wouldn't have a conversation with your boss, your neighbor, or your uh, teacher, but you might have it with uh, other family members as to how we're going to handle Christmas this year, that kind of thing. But the suggestion was exactly what you just said, is that if you had your bake day and just baked twice as much as you normally I'm saying it like I bake. And then uh, bought uh, decorative tins, and that would be a good gift for office, boss. Absolutely. You go to the dollar teacher. store and get the decorative tins for a buck or two bucks each, put a liner in there, off you go. It's fantastic. Well, I think probably these days you have to worry about whether or not there's something like peanutty or 
Don't you have to worry about the contents? Don't you? Um, you let them know that that's yeah. what it is. So over the past couple of years, we also do um, a bake exchange here at the radio station. We do? Yeah, we oh, do. Um, believe it or not, I started it about oh, three years ago. And it's gone great, um, honestly. I look forward to it every and, year. And uh, we've done it for the past few years. Okay. I don't think I'm doing it this year because I, someone else might be doing it or running it now. I'm not doing any baking this year. I'm just, I'm, I don't have any time. Um. But yeah, that's what we've done. My but wife we, would totally but, have participated. But what we have said, yes. but what we have said is that so if there are things like peanuts or okay. whatever, you just you you are aware you you make sure you label them and say okay, this has. And then it's in an it. exchange. And like, it's an exchange, so everybody brings in. I don't know how this works. So everyone brings in two dozens of something. Okay. And then everybody. Then you so then you get bits from everybody, and then you what? Take your tin and fill it up with yeah, what with you'd everybody like? else's. Yeah, really, that's a great. Oh, it's a fantastic yeah, idea. That sounds like fun. Yeah, we always screw up on the math part on how much exactly we're supposed to make and then exchange. But we've it's it's been it's been great. So you bring home all sorts of different kinds of of um, you know Christmas baking. And you've only done, what, two dozen cookies or whatever And is, is. there a specific day, like everybody gets together yeah. and it's all on a table and yeah. you, they say go and then everyone grabs? Well, grabs. We sit and talk about what we've made and that sort of stuff. <laughs> oh, that's And then we package it all up. No, you'd have to be here before one. Yeah, yeah no, so. for sure. And be interested in cooking and be willing to do some cooking. Well, Carol always makes so many gingerbread cookies that we're still eating them in August. I mean, mm-hmm. she, she freezes some. They're never quite as good, by the way, after they've been unthought or been thought. But she makes a ton. Uh, she has one bake day, which honestly, we've talked here and there I've, over the last couple of weeks about Christmas traditions. And this isn't really a Christmas tradition, but that day when I come home and open mm. the door and the whole house yeah. smells like baking, and she's usually got... Uh, um, Boney M uh, Christmas mm-hmm. album playing in the kitchen, and nobody's allowed to touch anything. I have no idea why. It's it's all stacked and and because I, she's made a plan, she's organized it. So don't don't. I guess, yeah. and then she does some inventory and, and mm. determines what's going on with these things. And but I've never understood it because baked goods are best fresh out of the oven. That's when they're the best. But we're not allowed, which is fine. Still, you want to just grab that thing, don't you? Like, just out it comes, just that gingerbread melts in your mouth kind of thing. (laughs) On Saturday. So this little surprise early birthday party that my husband did on Saturday night. It was just a small gathering. So what, 10 of us there, right? He ordered four dozen cannoli. I saw those. Four dozen cannoli. I'm like, are you feeding the third division? What What's going on here? Four dozen cannoli. And they were fantastic, all different flavors. Uh-huh. It was, you know, which was great. But we were left with about two dozen cannoli. Well, I saw you leave with them at some point, uh, or somebody did. They were stacked up in silver trays, right? That's right. Little uh, aluminum trays. Yeah, we put them in the garage. It's cool out there. Oh, is that where they went? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I joined the party a little late. I, was, I got there around midnight. <laughs> I was in Wainwright. Um, but when I came in, I, that's what I saw. Three shrimp, which, by the way, thank you so much. Uh, Jim had set them aside, or Golden had. I'm not sure, because he knew that I loved them. And so I had three giant shrimp, um, some kind of little baked thing. I'm not sure what it was. And then there was these three trays of... Cannolis. Cannolis, yeah. 
Oh, which I meant to get to, but never did. Uh, anyway, back yeah. to what we were talking about. Right, so that's, right. That is a nice idea. And to be honest with you, it's one of the ideas, as far as, you know, that the homemade stuff, um, that's that's one of the things that we're doing a little bit more of this year. Well, according to these financial experts, and, you know, their job is to save you money, uh, their suggestion is, first of all, homemade is always more appreciated. Experiences like, say, uh, inviting somebody out for coffee instead. I'm not sure that homemade is always more appreciated. Well, they say it. <laughs> they say I think it that. depends on what the homemade bit is. It is funny, though, how a time like Christmas, which is a time that's supposed to bring family and friends together and, and make people, you know, love each other and be respectful for at least a couple of weeks or, or perhaps even a couple of days, does oftentimes end in some kind of controversy, though. Who's doing the turkey? Are we all exchanging gifts? Is it fair that... Um, one brother or sister has five children and, and the others don't. And so, you know what I mean? So everyone's buying, you know, do I have to buy gifts for all the kids? Or, you know, like... So you have to have a conversation with your family. And which both of these financial experts recommend that at some point, not at Christmas, so perhaps we're too late for this year, but perhaps after Christmas or on Christmas, discuss next Christmas and how we're going to do this. I know that we used to exchange as a family... Uh, Carol's family and ours, we would all exchange gifts all over the place. Mm -hmm. And it becomes silly because at some point you say, well, I can't really afford, I mean, what can I afford to give, you know, 10 or 12 family members? So you end up giving them something that nobody wants. Uh, that sounds awful. I know it's in the giving and, you know, whatever, but you, you get a painting they'll never hang or a, an ornament they'll never use or, you know, or a gift certificate to a store that you don't go to, or it just becomes. I, I much I do understand, and I and I like. Then the those idea. get used for regifting. They do. That's just it, right? Like I prefer the conversation be, and and Gary, my father-in-law, before he passed away, and unfortunately we didn't get to this before he passed away. His deal was a secret Santa, like just draw a name. Is there anything more on that list? About uh, what to do? Yeah. Someone texted in and said uh, getting your boss a gift is weird. I saw that, yeah. I don't necessarily. I think it depends on your relationship with your boss. Yeah, the financial experts and say it can be hard to know if you should give a gift to your boss, yeah, especially sure. if you're new to a company, you want to make a good impression, but they may have rules governing the exchange. And there the might exchange. be. So yeah. you, you should find out about that. You know what? I worked for a company that... <laughs> and it was always awkward every year, let me tell you. Yeah. It was awkward every year that um, my boss would give all of the news anchors a bottle of wine except for a couple of us. Oh, see, and that's right, because that's the other thing that... And, and we'd be like, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, they went through this, This I won't bore you with the whole list, but they went through neighbors, they went through milkmen, garbage men, you know, just if you have mm -hmm. a milkman. Does anyone have a milkman? Uh, school teachers, this kind of thing. Their suggestion was for school teachers that a maximum of $25 for bosses, a maximum of $50, um, that if you do a secret Santa thing... Um, you can save a lot of money. Rather than buy, like, five people a $30 gift, buy one person a $50 gift, it'll be more appreciated. It was just all about sort of managing expectations and managing money a little bit is basically what this whole story was about. But it did get me thinking about all the people who I don't give a gift to, mm -hmm. um, and I never really thought to give a gift to any of them. Y you and I do not exchange gifts, for no. example, but that was our understanding on day one. Mm -hmm. We're not doing it because it's just one more... Just back and forth. Yeah, exactly. Really? Well, you know, what's the point? I give you 20 bucks every other week. Well, close to every other week. Well, when I remember. Close, close to every other week. <laughs> in the hopes that someday 
we'll have lots of $20 bills. Exactly. Okay, it's 2.18 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. We have Michelle Obama tickets to give away today. Yes, she's coming to town. She is bringing her speaking tour to Roger's Place. We'll be doing that, plus another pair of Michael Buble tickets to give away. You'll have to identify one of his songs. All that much more coming up on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Little Tesla. There you go. And uh, signs, if you're uh, living on 106th Street, you're going to see some of your signs removed, I'm sure, as you've been hearing on our news. And and thankfully so. And this is, there's times in which city council, and I'll say specifically in this case, Michael Walters, I like it when uh, a councilman speaks like a resident. I like it when a situation is brought to a, a, an alderman or a councilman's um, attention and they go you know what that doesn't make sense and if you've seen these sign to the signage along 106th street we we've, we've talked about it on the show it's ridiculous and and, and michael walters had said at one point that it's going to open us up to a lot of ridicule uh, it already you're had, right you're, it did there it was did. Uh, 220 traffic signs in a 15-block span. 220 traffic signs. Now, um, the the woman in charge of all of this, the uh, city's director of network operations, said um, the signs did adhere to national signing standards. Yeah, but that's a very bureaucratic says, response. There are a lot of signs, she yes. admitted, in the blocks, and uh, some of these will be coming down in, in the new year uh. and here's the thing when and and you know what i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna back that up that is a or, or roll that back that is a very bureaucratic response yeah but if you look at the manual no 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 no, no. don't look at the manual How look at the street we do signs better right because what they're saying basically is that oh no no you can have this kind of sign in a school zone you can have this kind of sign by a bike lane you can have this kind of sign by a uh you know yeah. for, for parking you can have yeah 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 each of those individually is true but when you put them all together and take a picture of it it's ridiculous and, and that is what caused the 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 uh plethora of of <laughs> signage because there was playground zones there were school zones and then the the bike yes zones and that to, ended to up in no over one... 200 Signs. Right. So imagine trying to make sense of 200 signs as you drive down a street. Like, talk about distracted driving. I, I dare anyone to be able to absorb the information on those signs over the course of those blocks. And Michael Walters, again, saying uh, the city needs to say when they and take action when they didn't get something right. And you, you're you're right. Mr. Walters, you didn't you guys didn't get it right. You're correcting it. And that's fabulous. That's going to start happening in 
what, January, I think. Yeah, they said they're, they're going to start coming down in January. And, you know, people in the area are saying, as as Andrew said, aesthetically, it's it's awful. Uh, it's also very confusing. You're trying to keep track of what's going on and where. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what's It looks real, like a museum for, for road signs. It, for dead signs. Yeah. You know, like uh, Vegas has the, uh, exactly. the neon sign, the dead neon sign museum. That's what it looks like. And to be honest with you, I lived in this neighborhood. I lived there. I lived right at 62nd really? and 106th uh, Street. I lived at 106.37.62nd Ave. I lived mm. there when I first moved there. I lived there for six years. And it's a beautiful little neighborhood with the big old trees and all of that. And yeah, I get that night neighborhoods change and everything, but that just is, it, it just, it, was, it ruins the of feeling it of a great little neighborhood. Of course it does. Uh, the city also, as you've heard on our news yesterday, um, taking a run at those playground zones, and rightfully so, um, this was another of those situations where the city just didn't get it right. Putting up signs and taking them down again is one of our great city's most effective employment strategies, <laughs> sure. says this texter. Yeah, second only to rebuilding the curbs you just destroyed. Yeah. Uh, it looks as though our council has agreed, this was yesterday, to modify about 25 speed zones from a list of nearly 50, so almost half. Uh, they're going to, in January, uh, revisit uh, the list and see, but again... This was one of these situations where the city didn't get it right. People complained and they acted on it. So that's great. I, I would prefer, I, I'm happy to hear that, that they're taking a, that, there were situations where like there'd be a field, but no playground mm-hmm. and, and, you know, up goes the playground zone. So I'm glad that they're uh, taking a look at it as they are with this other thing. Down the road, though, I would love to think that we won't make the mistake in the first place and have to go back and change it, that we could use some common sense or that those tasked with doing these kind of things would say, yeah, this doesn't make sense. Hi, Chris. Oh, hold on a second, Chris. Uh, Hold on. Oh, it's those Oilers now, guys. They always change the settings. Hi, Chris. Hi. Sorry there. Just uh, had the wrong button pulled up there. What's on your mind, mister? Well, just these signs. The same thing like Andrew's saying. They jumped the gun on these things, right? Yeah. And they went all the manpower to put these things up. And now they're taking down whatever it is, uh, how many community leagues and areas. And what are they going to do with these signs? Are they just going to scrap them? Or? Well, no, they'll, they'll probably go back into inventory. Yeah, and, they'll go into inventory yeah. and they'll put them up somewhere else. I but, mean, they're not yeah. specific to Allendale, no. Pleasant View. They're just signs. No, I'm saying that the playground zone ones, like there's 30, you figure each one's got 30 yeah. kilometers an hour. They'll find another playground. They've got times. The <laughs> They've got, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm I mean, sure the they, they won't throw them out. Stuff. They won't throw them out or recycle them. I'm sure they'll put them in inventory, and as the sign gets damaged or, or yeah. needs to be replaced, or snowplow takes one out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but even it. still, the manpower to put all these things up, and now the manpower oh. to take them all down. Uh, well, you know? I know, I, and that's my point too, right? You just kind of yeah. go, okay, so why don't we just get it right in the first place, or why, yeah. you know, why don't we, if you're in that department, aren't you able to say, listen, that doesn't make sense, or could yeah. you, you know, talk to the community in advance of putting it up and see what they think about it, so you don't get the back. The pushback, like there just seems like I just don't understand it. How did it happen at at one point that someone didn't speak up and say, "Hey, you know what, boss? There's like 200 signs yeah, on this stretch of exactly, road." Exactly. Yeah, it must have been pretty obvious as you put them up. <laughs> but, uh, this is ridiculous, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gr- no, they're getting paid by the hour, and it's like, well, whatever. I need something to do. So Chris, there you go. Thanks yeah. for the call. Have a great one. 
Yeah, you as well. Merry Thank Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas to you, too. Okay, you know what? A couple of texts. I drove down 106 today. I couldn't believe it. It's actually more distracting than helpful and very redundant. I wonder how much money the uh, city spent on these signs, uh, says this one. And as we go to break... It's funny how they can find the time to put up all these signs, but the city hasn't fixed a few blatant safety concerns I've submitted to them mm. through 311 a week ago. So, as we go to break, here's a little more. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.